0: In this week's episode, let's discuss all of the decisions you make to communicate who you are. Hello everyone and welcome back to Season 5 of Communication Junkie. My name is Steve Fuller and I'm your host. You've probably heard the statistics before. Half of communication is nonverbal. Three quarters of communication is nonverbal. 95% of communication is nonverbal. Whatever the real statistic is, the fact remains that most of our communication is nonverbal. Your mom or dad probably used to say, It's not what you say. It's how you say it. And they were right. Tone matters. Facial expressions matter. Eye contact matters. It's why we created emoticons and emojis. It's difficult deciphering text messages and emails because context alters content. And without nonverbal clues context can be confusing. Whoa, I can't believe she would text that, oh, never mind, she sent the winky emoji. It's just a joke. People have been asking for a social media sarcasm font for years. Unless they were just being sarcastic, damn it, no way to know for sure. I've gotten into trouble before because of online sarcasm. I told you the story about my Ohio State tweet way back in season one. A couple of years before that, Aaron Andrews, a famous sports reporter, tweeted something, I don't even remember what it was, and I couldn't find it on Twitter, about someone mocking her because she attended the University of Florida. Now, I've always had a massive crush on Aaron Andrews, So I thought it would be clever to tweet something back that sarcastically mocked the person who criticized her. So I replied to her tweet and said, surprised you could even read his comments or write a response. I thought my sarcasm was crystal clear. Florida is a great school. Aaron Andrews is obviously incredibly smart. I was making fun of the guy for questioning her intelligence. Of course, Aaron did not pick up on my sarcasm and replied, calling me a wise guy. Not only was I heartbroken about losing my shot with Erin, because before that moment she obviously would have fallen madly in love with me, but I also felt awful that she might have been hurt by my words. And of course, others also missed my sarcasm and responded with the normal barrage of social media attacks. I attempted to explain my sarcasm, and I think most people eventually got it, but I learned a valuable lesson that day. When sarcasm goes wrong, you can hurt other people and make yourself look like an asshole. And sarcasm is much more likely to go wrong when nonverbals are missing. Nonverbal communication matters. A lot. What's important to remember is that we are always communicating nonverbally. And you don't need a special tone or to exaggerate your eye rolls. Even if you're just standing still, saying and doing nothing, you're communicating. That's what's called nonverbal packaging. We package ourselves every single day and present that package to the world. And whether we like it or not, that package is communicating who you are and what you're about. So, what makes up your nonverbal packaging? There are aspects we can't really control, like age, skin color, height, and physical disabilities. Sadly, people still insist on judging us for those characteristics, and while I hope we're moving toward a society that accepts everyone for who they are, we're still a long way from where we need to be. I'm specifically going to discuss three components that we do have some control over. Although even that varies depending on many extenuating circumstances. First, clothing. Style, name brands, fit, colors, functionality. All of it communicates something to other people. And look, I'm certainly not here to tell you how to dress or to suggest that certain styles are better than others. This isn't about judging you or labeling some outfits as better or worse. And you need mental help if you think a woman's clothing, no matter how much or how little she wears, ever indicates she wants to be groped or raped. My point, as always, is about communication. Imagine walking into school, work, or your local coffee shop five days a week. You have clothing options. Men, let's say you wear a different suit every day. An expensive, tailored, brand new suit. Or, how about you wear joggers and a comfortable hoodie every day? What about designer jeans and a button-down dress shirt? Or... Basketball shorts, and a Cincinnati Bearcats t-shirt. An amazing person, right? What if it's a Xavier t-shirt instead? Probably a serial killer. None of those outfits are wrong. Well, maybe the one. And none are right. None are better or worse, but all of them communicate something about you. If you don't believe me, just consider how much clothes matter when dating. Generally speaking, doesn't the person's clothing affect their overall attractiveness and therefore your interest in them? Of course it does, because it's communicating something. And if right now you're the person thinking, Steve, you worry too much about this stuff. Stop being so materialistic. I just wear whatever. Free t-shirts, pants I find in the dumpster, shoes made out of cardboard boxes. Well, that doesn't mean you don't care. That just means not caring is what you want to communicate to the world. That's part of your personal branding. But it's still personal branding. Second, artifacts. I consider artifacts to be anything associated with your person without it being something you have to wear, i.e. you have to wear pants and shirts or else you're going to jail. So we don't really have a choice there. Artifacts are things like tattoos, piercings, sunglasses, cell phones, jewelry, and even what you drink in public. Are you walking around with a bottle of Mountain Dew or a bottle of water? It communicates something, but is that bottle of water plastic or reusable? That also communicates something. And is that reusable water bottle actually filled with vodka? That communicates we should hang out sometime. I think tattoos are a great example. Look, it's not 1995 anymore, so I really hope people don't still judge your tattoos because who cares what someone else does to their own body, but we all know that people still judge your tattoos. Should they? No. Do they? Yes. But even if they didn't, aren't you still picky about your tattoos? Don't you want to put art on your body that says something to the world about who you are and what you're about? Does anyone walk into a tattoo shop and say, eh, do whatever you want, just make sure it hurts? Part of the reason I've never gotten a tattoo is because I can't imagine making such a permanent decision. It takes me hours to buy socks, because I need to find the perfect brand and style. Socks that define me as a person. By the way, the perfect socks are Balega Hidden Comfort. Trust me, I've done the research. Third, hygiene. I won't spend as much time on this one, but your teeth, nails, and overall cleanliness are communicating something to others. Do you realize how much money humans spend every year to alter the way we smell? Billions and billions and billions of dollars. Soap, shampoo, body lotion, toothpaste, mouthwash, gum, mints, laundry detergent, dryer sheets, perfume, cologne, body spray. We're obsessed with not smelling like ourselves. I found a scent a few years ago that is exactly how I want to smell at all times. It's absolutely perfect for me. I've bought it ever since, and I smell lovely. The next time you see me, I invite you to take a big whiff. You will not be disappointed. And there are other components, like body size, facial expressions, gestures, hair, posture, that all affect our nonverbal packaging. Again, if you think I worry too much about all of this superficial stuff, that's fine. As a society, we definitely do. But it's also reality. When you step outside your front door, you've made a hundred choices, big and small. Your pants, shirt, socks, shoes, watch, purse, necklace, phone, laptop, drink, makeup, cologne, sunglasses, headphones, and I get it! Judging people based on clothing, artifacts, and hygiene is classist. We all do the best we can, and if you're judging my laptop even though it's the best laptop I can afford, then shame on you. But nonverbal communication is a huge part of our lives. And that means we should all be aware of the messages we're communicating non-verbally. Not that you should change who you are to impress strangers, but so that you can make sure you're communicating exactly what you want to the world. If you're aware of what you're communicating and you like those messages, then keep being you. But if you're not, becoming more aware of your non-verbal packaging is a good first step. Okay, that's all for this week. Special thanks to the band Randy for our theme song. Subscribe to Communication Junkie anywhere podcasts are found. Please rate the show while you're there. Positive ratings do help. Follow me on Twitter at fullsteve and at comjunk. Please share this episode with friends and family if you found it meaningful. As always, thanks so much for listening. Until next week, be good.